Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, and Good Hot Ralston present Space Patrol! High adventure in the wild, vast reaches of space. Missions of daring in the name of interplanetary justice. Travel into the future with Buzz Corey, Commander-in-Chief of the Space Patrol! In today's transcribed Space Patrol adventure, Buzz and Happy are in the frozen polar region of Planet X. Pursuing Prince Baccarati into the shaft of an injurium mine, they're unaware of a huge figure lurking behind the shoulder of rock. Baccarati and the lines are in here. I hear them downstairs. Can you tell me what you say? That's okay. They just quietly pretend. We'll return in just a moment with today's exciting Space Patrol adventure on the ice cap of Planet X. Someone new will come aboard Commander Corey's rocket ship. Someone new will enter the pilot's compartment and take over the controls of the Commander's great space rocket Terra 4. And that someone can be you. Yes, you may be the lucky space patroller who wins the rocket ship Terra 4 for your own clubhouse. A huge rocket clubhouse and $1,500 cash. That's what you can win as first prize in the amazing Name the Planet contest. And here it comes, pulled along by an honest-to-goodness full-size motor truck. A giant silver and scarlet space rocket, Terra 4. What a rocket! Length. A terrific 35 feet, big as an airplane. Weight, a gigantic 10,000 pounds. Equipment, specially outfitted as a clubhouse on wheels. And what a clubhouse! It's got real bunks built in and lockers for space gear, electric lights, cooking equipment, just about everything you need for camping, hiking, sightseeing trips, any kind of adventure, any place you'd want to go in your rolling rocket clubhouse. And space patrollers, all it takes to send the giant, great rocket clubhouse and the motor truck and $1,500 rolling toward you is one word. And that one word is a name for Planet X. A name for Planet X. That strange, mysterious new planet, 5,000 times bigger than Earth. The home of the cruel Prince Baccarat. But I'll tell you more about that in just a few moments and more about the 1,750 other terrific prizes you can win in the Name the Planet contest. And now, today's Space Patrol adventure on the ice cap of Planet X. Commander Corey at last has Prince Baccarati in a position where the evil ruler of Planet X can be compelled to liberate hundreds of human beings whom he is forced into virtual slavery. With Buzz holding a ray gun on the power-mad prince, Baccarati has reluctantly ordered a fleet of his ships to come to the polar cap to transport the captive natives to their homes farther south. From the ship, 
The commander is now supervising the evacuation by means of a short-range spacophone, while Cadet Happy guards Baccarati and his assistant, Dr. Malone. Corey to Carson. Come in, please. Carson here, Commander. How many men are left to be evacuated? Uh, around 400, sir. They're mostly thugs, and there's two technicians you're assigned to help me. That's on. You handle them all right? Oh, I think so, sir. All right, Carson. Notify me when the last man is aboard. Corey out. All happy? In an hour or so, we'll have every one of those natives down in the valley where the ships can pick them up. Well, what about Carson and the men from the other planet, sir? Are they going with the natives, sir? They'll have to. And they'll be dropped off with a group of natives that are going farther south. Oh, you mean they'll live with the natives until our space patrol ships come to get them? Yes, we'll take care of that arrangement as soon as Baccarati's ships get all the natives safely home. You're taking quite a bit for granted, aren't you, Commander? You aren't counting on your men rescuing you, are you, Baccarati? Don't forget, this is an enormous planet, Commander. I control it. And there are just two of you. The nearest space patrol ship is millions of DUs away. When you give the order to cut off the defenses, they'll be here soon enough. Did it ever occur to you that my men might refuse to let the space patrol into Planet X? They might even defy my orders to keep from being invaded. I thought of that. But there are plenty of people on Planet X who hate you. They don't want to stay here. And when they get a chance to escape, they'll help. Don't worry about that. Sure, look what happened right here in your injurium mines. Even your own men wouldn't work. Emergency. Corey here. Go ahead, Carson. We've lost one of our thugs, this big grano I told you about. Decided in from Baccarati's men and made it tough for his own people down in the mine. What do you mean you lost him? Well, four or five big thugs jumped him just as we were getting them aboard the mining cars. He broke away and ran toward the mine shop. Shall I send some of my men after him? He's a thug and used to this cold climate. He'll stand a better chance here. Let him go. Yes, sir. Are all the natives in the cars now? Yes, sir. We're ready to shove off to the valley whenever you give the order, Commander. I'll be right out, Carson. Happy, put Baccarati back after him in the Langlo and lock him up. Yes, sir. I'll be back as soon as the last car's gone down the grade. After locking Baccarati in the aft compartment, Happy returns to the controls to wait for Commander Corey. Meantime, Baccarati paces his narrow quarters and glares at Dr. Malengo. You're supposed to be a scientific genius, Dr. Malengo. Think of something. Get me out of this. I already have, Johannes. Well, then let's hear it. The last car is about to pull out now. A bunch of those big, stupid thoughts. And a few technicians. Corey's out there now. Excellent. When he comes back, we have a surprise for him. Well, what is it? When the commander searched this compartment for weapons, he overlooked something. The secret panel in the bulkhead. Look, Johannes. Mm-hmm, but there is nothing in it. I beg your pardon, Excellency. But there is this. Oh, just a metal cylinder. What good is it? It contains Zolarium-12, under pressure, an irritant gas. It should enable us to overpower Cory and the cadet and resume control of your ship. Splendid! Splendid! How does it work? Just press the small lever on the end. And when the gas affects us, too? If you point it directly at Cory and the cadet, and then cut it off, they'll get by far the worst of it. You'll have the advantage. It will be easy to grab their weapons. Knock them out. Good. Uh, give me the cylinder. As an icy wind whistles bleakly through the mountains, a train of mining cars begins its journey down the grade to the valley several miles below. Commander Corey watches the last car round the curve, then returns to Baccarati's ship. As he closes the inner hatch, he turns the heat control of his thermosuit to zero. Oh. 
I ever have to come to this part of Planet X again, I'll wear a space suit. You think of those poor guys having to live up here month after month, digging endurium in this cold water. Well, it's all over now, I hope. Get ready to blast off, Happy. I want to be up over the valley when Bakarati's ships get here to take the men away. All right, sir. Oh, can I take off this thermo suit? It's uh, pretty warm here in the ship. Leave it on, Happy, just in case. Those ships start trouble and shoot us down. We'd better be dressed for this planet. Yes, sir. Uh, but would they dare shoot at Baccarati's ship? Put yourself in the place of the men who heard the spacer phone message. Here was Prince Baccarati ordering more than a thousand slaves released and returned to their homes. Mm, that would sound odd coming from Baccarati. You bet. They know something's up, but they don't know what. Still, his regular gang probably will carry out his orders without question. Mm-hmm. But suppose one of those ships is piloted by someone who wants to escape from Planet X. A captive pilot would do anything to get rid of Baccarati. Oh, he'd blast us out of the sky before we could warn him. Exactly. I'm going back aft and get Baccarati. It might be handy to have him near the space foam when his men show up. And don't blast off till I get back. You're coming, Mongo. Get ready to rush them when I release the gates. Yes, Your Highness. All right, Baccarati. Come on up front. We're blasting off. Of course, Commander. Just as you say. Hey. Get his gun, Malengro. No, you don't. I can't. Get the gun. Come on. We'll get out of the ship. Hurry. Hurry, Gensi, to the airlock. Happy, stop him. Happy. Stop right where you are, Baccarati. Ryan, stop me, cadet. Hurry, Malengro. They're both blinded. But, Your Highness, we can't go outside. Will you come on? Goodbye, Corrine. Minus, where can we go? We'll freeze to death. Into the first mine ship. Uh, it will be warmer there. They'll track us down and we're unarmed. There's a spaceship hidden in a cave. If we can make that, we're safe. Uh, come on, into the ship. Hurry before Corrine sees us. Put out of the wind, anyway. It's still cold. Well, Your Highness, look. A man, a monster. Back in the shack. It's one big paw. He's coming toward us. Use the gas on him. I can't. I dropped the cylinder jumping out of the ship. And you come save me. Why, uh, uh, who are you? Me, Granu, overseer. Granu make all thugs work hard. Oh, yes, <laughs> Granu. Of course, I've heard of your loyal service. Take Granu with you in Skysland. Granu work for you always. Of course, Granu. But uh, there are two wicked men here. They're trying to harm me. They are bad men. Do you understand? Granu... Understand. You must stop them. Press back against the wall of the shack. If they come in here, kill them. Kill? Go ahead. They're coming. Brennan, don't let them get past you. Stop them, or you will stay here forever. You must have gone into this shack, have you? Yes, sir. You were right about the gas wearing off, sir. My eyes still smart, though. They're running through the shaft. They might be able to hear them stopping me. They're in here, man. Yeah. Shall we 
We'll return to Space Patrol in just a moment. Look out! Clear the way! Here it comes! America's best-looking, best-riding bicycle, the Schwinn Varsity. A bike with three-speed gear shift for double-fast pickup and two-wheel handbrakes for double-safe stopping. Yes, that's the bike 750 of you Space Patrollers are going to be riding because the second prize group in the great Name the Planet contest is 750 Schwinn Varsity bikes. Gang, there just never was a contest like this before. A contest in which you have a chance to win a huge rocket clubhouse on wheels and 750 chances to win a Schwinn bicycle. And gang, listen to what you've got a thousand chances to win. Third prize group, a thousand pieces of regulation space patrol equipment, 250 autosonic rifles, 250 outer space helmets, 250 space patrol emergency kits, and 250 stainless steel space patrol wristwatches. And remember, all it takes to win the Rocket Clubhouse or a Schwinn bike or one of the other big prizes is a name for Planet X. You just name that tremendous new world, 5,000 times bigger than Earth. Planet X, land of man-eating plants, enormous monsters, kingdom of the arch-enemy of the Space Patrol. And gang, this is the easiest contest you've ever heard of. The contest in which everyone, yes, everyone can get a free prize. So be on the lookout, because in just a little while, I'm going to tell you how you can enter the exciting Name the Planet contest and get your free prize. And now, back to our Space Patrol adventure on the ice cap of Planet X. Fleeing into the shaft of the Endorium Mines on the polar ice cap of Planet X, Baccarati and Malengro encountered Granu, a member of a race of shaggy giants that inhabit the Arctic regions of the remote planet. Knowing that Granu has been driven away by his fellow tribesmen as a traitor, Baccarati promised to help the abandoned native if he would attack Buzz and Happy when they entered the mine shaft. Ranu, finish them! Finish them, I tell you! Finish? Yes, yes, kill them! Don't you understand? No. No. Pugs, not kill. What do you mean, pugs don't kill? Did your own tribe drive you away? Didn't they leave you here to die? Tribe, not kill, Granu. Oh, I thought you were going to obey my command. Granu, obey. I must tell Granu to stop men. Granu, do this. Now take me in Skysled. Take me where Granu can find food. Of all those fucking savages, your highness, let's get to that ship before we freeze to death. We might as well go in our own ship now. But first, I'll just relieve Cory and the cadet of their <laughs> Granu, I'm with you. Granu work hard for highness. Granu make other men work too. Your usefulness is all right, Granu. Ever see a ray gun work? Ray gun? Yes. It works like 
Granu liked that. Let Granu play with Rhaegar. It would amaze him. Shoot again. Granu wants to play. Play. It worked all right. Just took a little longer to numb that primitive nervous system. What a monster. Well, maybe he did finish for you, Mr. Deckard. But just to make sure, what are you doing, Hannes? I'm turning the heat control on the thermo seat to zero. Lying here in the sub-freezing temperature, they won't last 20 minutes. How about the sun? You were driving it on. Oh, what do I care what happens to this wooly barbarian? Whether he lives or not, he can't harm us. Can he? I suppose not, Johannes. Then let's get going. I have some new to Now to turn on the spacephone and contact my ship. Johannes. Something's wrong, huh? Look, the, the spacephone panel is smashed. Smashed? What? It is smashed. How did that happen? Uh, during my scuffle with the cadet, I must have pushed him into it after I shoved the gas in his face. All the miserable luck! We don't contact those ships. They'll carry out the rescue after all. Perhaps we can intercept them. Uh, I got it. We'll let them pick up those slaves. They'll head for my castle and space upon other instructions. Those slaves will be sorry they didn't stay here in the Endurium mine. Let's blast off. Less than a minute later, the reverberations of Baccarati's rockets die out in the frozen air, leaving only the sound of the Arctic wind to shriek across the polar ice cap of Canada. Finally, in the dim light of the mine shaft, a figure moves and with difficulty sits upright. It is Buzz Coyle. Shivering with cold, he looks around, first at that happy still form, then at the shaggy hulk of Granu, the giant frog. Fingers clumsy with cold, he finally turns up the heat control of his thermo suit and does the same to Happy's. A moment later, Happy stirs, opens his eyes, and looks at the camera. Uh, hey, we're still alive. The time being, somebody turned our heat control to zero. I hope so. The mind's warming up now. Hey, where's that thing that grabbed me and slammed me against the side of the shaft? It, uh-oh. He's harmless now, Hank. A ray gun put him to sleep. Oh, then you got him after all. I didn't do it, Hank. Well, then who did? Baccarati. Oh, wait a minute. Baccarati wasn't on him. He is now. Our guns are gone. Now, let's take a look outside. The ship? Yeah. Although I've got a pretty good idea what we see. Or rather, won't see. Yep. Gone. Well, this is just dandy. Stranded on this ice cap a million miles from nowhere. Hey, listen. Back in the shack. It's the dog. He's coming to you. Hey, we'd better get away from here before he comes after us. Mm, if he wants to get us, he's going to do us any good to run. Besides, I don't think he'll hurt us now. Yeah, but look what he did to us before. I don't know, but this man is an outcast. Driven away by his own people. He knows he's stranded here. I think he'd prefer company, particularly since he knows the company he can lick. Hey, and he knows these mines pretty well. Maybe he has some food stashed around. Well, come on, Hap. Let's try to shoot him. Hey, 
You're Granu, aren't you? We're your friends, Granu. You not have ray gun? No, we have nothing that could hurt you. We don't want to hurt you. Granu can hurt you. We know that. We proved it. But you're not going to hurt us, Granu. You not afraid of Granu? You not hate Granu? No, we don't hate him. You take Granu in big sky sled? Take him fine food? Uh, sky sled? He means a spaceship. People probably use sleds, like the Eskimos on Earth use centers of uh, uh, Sorry, Granu, but uh, our space... Uh, I mean, the sky sled we came in is gone. Uh, Prince Baccarati took it. If Baccarati means anything to him. Finest bad man. Highness lied to Granu. Granu not work for Highness. You take Granu in sky sled, Granu work for you. Well, you don't understand, Granu. Uh, there, uh, there is no sky sled. No, wait, Hatton. When Dr. Roddy saw he couldn't overpower us, he escaped from the ship. Would he have done that if he was sure to be stranded here? Hey, that's right. He, he could have surrendered, stayed in the ship, and waited for another chance. Granu, is there a sky sled somewhere near the mine? Yes. Come. Granu, take it. We still have I hope he knows the difference between a spaceship and an excavating machine. Wow, look at the strides he takes. Hey, hey, Grano. Uh... Hey, hey Grano, how much farther is it? I'm about to drop. Not far. Sky sled, round corner. Hope he knows what he's talking about. So do I. Hey, hey I see a light ahead. Shaft is widening. There's something big in the opening. There, sky sled. It's a ship, all right. Hey, uh, hurry up, Brad. Okay, get a move on. Thought you were tired. But not now. Up the ladder, half. It's only an atmosphere ship. A few moments ago, you would have settled for a 20th century bicycle. I know, but. Well. With a space job, we'd, be, well, we'd stand a chance of getting off this planet. You worry about that when you've got Baccarati. Watch your head, Grano. The top of that hatch is pretty low for a man your size. Secure the hatch, Hatton. Hey, this isn't a bad little ship, sir. Stand by to blast off. Standing by, sir. Oh, where are we headed, sir? To find Baccarati. We've got to give him something to worry about before he has time to bring misery to those people waiting in the valley. There is the castle, Melango. In a few minutes, I'll be in my tower, watching those worthless slaves go to their doom. Your Highness, yes. the identification signal. Well, what about it? So the ship can get through the electronic force field around your castle. Isn't it working? It should be automatic. It must have been damaged when the space appointed yet. We'll circle the castle until they recognize my ship and cut the fill. What about that? Ground emplacements around the castle. They're firing at us. The fools? Can they recognize my ship? The idiots! We're hit! They got us! We'll head back north for those hills. Losing altitude, Your Highness. If we can make it over the hills, we'll save. Perhaps they've tried to contact you by space event. We can't reply. We can't even receive. And we sent out no identification signal. But don't they know my ship and they see it? Perhaps they figured some imposter was aboard. It's just the sort of trick Corey might try to gain entrance to the castle. But Corey's in the mine camp, up on the polarized camp. If your men don't know that, Your Highness, we're going to crash. 
Foolish questions and get me out of this man. Sure, Hans. Look, the small atmosphere ship. They have seen us. It's going to land. Well, don't stand there gibbering. Get that hatch open. Yes, the illustrious one. In a few moments, you'll be back in your castle. Here. Well, then, come on, come on. What are you waiting for? The pilot of this ship. Is this any way to greet your ruler? Welcome aboard, Baccarati. Hurry! Uh, no, no, don't reach for that gun, Baccarati. I'll do it. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad to see you weren't hurt in the crash. It'll make it easier for us to get to the force field and into the castle. How did you find this ship? We had a guide. Oh, and you'll be happy to learn that your men carried out your orders perfectly. You just heard a space phone report that the natives have all been returned safely to their homes. And now we're going to have you arrange to let some space patrol ships in to pick up the technicians from the United States. I'm sure you'll cooperate, Dr. Lally, when you see your guard. He's crouching in the corridor waiting for him. It's Tog Run! Close the hatch, Happy. Stand by to blast off. Standing by, sir. Standing by, sir. This is the Granu. <laughs> <laughs> An exciting preview of next week's Space Patrol adventure in just a moment. Easy is one, two, three. Gang, that's how easy it is to enter the Name the Planet contest and get a free prize. One, go to your nearest Weatherbird shoe store. Two, the Weatherbird shoe man will give you your free prize, a swell-looking interplanetary coin album with three real space coins inside. Terrific coins, big as a half dollar, with designs of planets colored in starlight silver. So good-looking, you'll want to collect them and trade them with all your pals. And three, right there in the coin album, you'll find your Name the Planet contest entry blank with easy directions for sending in your name for Planet X. Now, if there's no Weatherbird shoe dealer in your neighborhood, find where else to get your coin album and entry blank by looking on the back of a package of good hot Wollstone, either instant or regular. But make sure it's a new package with a picture of Commander Corey or Cadet Happy on the front. So hurry, gang. Start now to win the Rocket Clubhouse or one of the 1,750 other big prizes. Get your free coin album and entry blank and enter the Space Patrol Name the Planet contest at your Weatherbird Shoe Dealers. And now, a preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure. Buzz and Happy are in the control tower of Prince Baccarati's castle, ready to force the prince to permit a rescue squadron to reach Planet X. Suddenly, apparently from nowhere, Baccarati's assistant, Murdoch, produces a weapon. Commander, Murdoch's got a gun. Drop it, Murdoch. Murdoch, we've got blast cartridges in our hand. You shoot us, you blow up the whole tower. Better hold it, Murdoch. Murdoch, have you lost your mind? One more step. Be sure to join us again next week for the thrilling story, Rescue from Planet X, when Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, and Good Hot Wilson again present Space Patrol! 
Space Patrol, created by Mike Moser, starring Ed Kemmerer as Commander Corey, and Lynn Osborne as Cadet Happy, was written by Lou Houston, produced and directed by Larry Robertson, executive producer Mike Devery. Other players were Bela Kovacs, Norman Jolly, and Ken Mayer. Dick Tufel speaking. Now, don't forget to tune in next Saturday and every Saturday when Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, and Good Hot Wilson again present Space Patrol! Dick Tufeld in Los Angeles reporting on a plane that can fly a thousand miles without refueling the North American FJ-2 Fury. Now, in a moment, we'll hear from the well-known test pilot on this Navy jet fighter, J. Ray Donahue, Jr., the Fury is a carrier-based plane armed with four 20-millimeter cannons that fly 650 miles per hour as an altitude mark of 45,000 feet, its length 37 feet. Now, J. Ray Donahue, Jr., recorded at Edwards Air Force Base. To fly at supersonic speeds, the test pilot must have plenty of energy. That's why I always get a good night's sleep and start the day off with a good breakfast cereal like rice checks or wheat checks. They have plenty of energy... They taste mighty fine, and I know that you'll like them, too. No other cereal, puff or flake, contains so much nourishment in such concentrated bite-sized form. So take a tip from J. Ray Donahue, Jr., Bob Love, and other top test pilots. Make your cereals rice checks, wheat checks. Be sure to see another exciting Space Patrol program on your local ABC television station. Consult your local paper for time and channel. This program is broadcast to our armed forces overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Space Patrol came to you transcribed from Hollywood. This is ABC Radio Network.